Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Unplug with Annie and we're continuing the series of Mind Over Matter and today I'm very excited to welcome a new guest, her name is Priyanka, she's a storyteller, she's doing some very interesting work with corporates as well and she works as a psychologist, um, so she has workshops happening which we will talk about a bit later so you know I'll, I'll be putting up all her information all her social media links so please get in touch with her if this is something you're interested in she has a company called story dust india and uh, yeah they're doing some really exciting work so i'm excited to have this chat with you today so welcome on the show yay i'm <laughs> so happy to be here yeah no i'm so glad that you can do this and i thought it would be great to have somebody like you on the show um, Thank you. Yeah, no, of course. So getting like right into it, because like the whole psychologist thing really interests me. I loved psychology uh, when I was in college. That's and, good to hear. Yeah, and I was always like, I actually told my sociology and psychologist teacher that if I had not picked acting, I, mm. I would have picked psychology. Um, That's amazing. And I cannot tell you how linked both the fields are. Because yeah. uh, when I did my master's, I had some basic training in theater. And I was trained in classical dance and somewhere for me it just fit that arts and psychology needs mm. to go hand in hand. Yeah. Things just come more alive they through do. arts. They do. And especially performance. Of course. So I'm so glad that yeah. you... Yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean how did psychology happen for you? And when was the moment that you decided to make it a career choice? So actually I was doing my um, graduation in journalism and at that age I was very idealistic and I thought I wanted to change the world and impact the world and all of that. And uh, my sister was studying in a school called Sayadri which is a Krishnamurti foundation school. Okay. And uh, they had extremely alternative ways of looking at everything. Uh, there were no uniforms, there were no exams. and. Uh, you know, there were artists going and teaching the kids, doing various workshops. And in one of the uh, one of the times when I visited her, one of her teachers gave me a book called Krishnamurti and its significance. Oh, sorry, uh, Krishnamurti's book called Education and its Significance on Life. Mm. And uh, that book completely changed my life. I decided to enter the field of education, but I knew that the study of human beings was so important not just to teach but to understand how we function yeah that's when i decided to do my masters in psychology okay and uh, yeah there's been no turning back i delved in deeper i sort of got more of my training with um using arts in education uh using understanding how people with various difficulties learn understand things i did trainings in learning rational emotive behavior therapy, um, learning transactional analysis. And these were all, for me, multiple ways of reaching the same goal, uh, which was essentially to understand who we are and mm. why do we do things the way we do. Yeah, which is exactly why I wanted you to be on this show, because <laughs> I think uh, the why is such a crucial thing. And, and so right now we're in this period of time where I feel like when I was growing up, I, I didn't feel like a lot of these things were happening, which are happening now sure. in terms of like rise in depression and anxiety, sure. mental health becoming such a, a big thing now, which is more spoken about, which is a good thing, I guess. True. Um, perhaps it was being suppressed at that point of time. I don't know or not spoken about, but I just feel like it's, it's 
it's increasing which is a bad thing as well of course True. so why in your opinion like why is this increase continuing to happen and you know what what can we do to prevent this happening um you know somewhere what you speak of that when we were growing up probably things weren't this bad it is true for a lot of reasons because um the societal makeup was very different especially mm. when you talk of the indian context things were very very different at that time mm. um there were more families living together yeah uh, we didn't have social media yeah and i cannot tell you i know we're doing a podcast and i know we're going to reach out to a lot of people through the medium of social media um but it also comes with its challenges and i mm. know enough and more people have spoken before me mm. but i cannot emphasize enough that today we've become all about instant gratification yeah you put up something you want to be <laughs> you want to like. receive your likes and you yeah. want to receive your comments and you want to check who's sort of liking you how much uh, the way to dislike people now is to block them Yeah, true. And true. Uh, true. people feel that it's it's easier to connect with each other online rather than meeting face to face. Mm. And what that does to how we look at life is so warped because now we're not seeing people as they are, but we're only seeing them as they show themselves to be. True. And obviously that causes anxiety obviously that causes depression at so many levels because now we are comparing each other constantly yeah. way yeah. more than what we used to it didn't matter what restaurant you went to earlier you you ate good food yeah you spoke with your friends you had a great time and you you that was the end of the evening hmm and now it does <laughs> <laughs> now it doesn't matter or now at least we're comparing to what other people yeah. are doing yeah but then so so do you feel then a reduction in our use of things like social media is is going to be key in in changing all of this i think um, we cannot blame technology all the time i think it mm. also has to do with how we use technology for example mm. you also have a lot of good on social media you also have a lot of inspirational messages you have ways of connecting with each other mm. you have apps which allow you to feel great about yourself there's there are apps for gratitude journaling yeah of course you know and in this time which is getting busier which yeah. is getting faster you're yeah. running from one place to the other your phone has become your constant companion yes true very true and if we instead of taking pictures of just things that we are comparing with each other if we start capturing moments which are happy moments every photographer friend or a filmmaker friend of mine says that my perspective towards life changed once i picked up the camera mm. because it allows you to focus your attention on something beautiful mm. it allows you to find a story to tell a story it's just how we use social media and how we are using things that we have access to we're doing a talk on mental health awareness yeah you know yeah. there are possibilities to use this effectively in a positive way yeah and i think it's just about becoming conscious of what impact it's having on you true you true, know maybe true. unfollow the toxic people and start yeah. following inspiring people i i agree yeah i mean because i i always see it like that is the thing which is in your control true. so if you if you are feeling bad about things people are post up people are posting bad things or 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 things which are not making you feel good you always have that option of you know disconnecting exactly. from exactly but sometimes i just think it's um i don't know what it is is it <laughs> curiosity or is it you know what is it which is making us still 
yeah keep ourselves stuck in this so i mean you do a lot of work in education you're doing these workshops with adults as well um is there any key points that have emerged from from doing all of these things working with like different kinds of people uh that you have felt you know really really give you an indication of, of how people are feeling today Yes, so uh, the kind of workshops that I do, I build emotional intelligence through storytelling. Okay. Now, when you talk of emotional intelligence, you're talking of uh, four key pillars, which is self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationship management. Okay. The this model has been propounded by Daniel Goldman. Okay. Within this framework, in very simple words, you notice there's a self. there mm. are others and there's environment and there's interaction between the three mm. which is essentially our entire life encapsulated in a very very yeah. small module yeah right um, so when i'm doing these workshops with adults especially the idea is to now get them to start feeling start experiencing and reduce rationalizing and intellectualizing everything mm. honestly I do believe that we have a lot of information today. Yeah. A lot of us are aware of a lot of things. Yeah. We just don't know how to put it into practice. Mm. Right? Mm. And yes, there are people who may not be aware of it either. So these workshops help me make this information more accessible for different kinds of people. Okay. And when I say different kinds of people, I've had everyone uh, the age range I've had is from 22 year olds to 70 year olds attending the workshops. Wow. And um, uh, people have been from all sorts of fields, they've been corporate trainers, there have been people from working in the tech industry, people who've been studying psychology, um uh, or you know, they've been in very successful positions or they've been educators or they've been uh, doing different kinds of things in life and when you talk of emotions everyone relates to it everyone yeah. comes with it because very rarely do you work in a space where you don't have to care about emotions at all true true at least your own matter yeah true and uh, these workshops help people get in touch with their own emotions their fears their motivators um what are the things mm-hmm. that they are really passionate about we also figure out ways of marrying your passion to what you are doing Okay. and to really understanding how your goal to also understand whether your goal is taking you closer to where you want to be yeah that's great i think that's important sometimes we just along the way we don't yeah like we know what we want to do but we're not sure how to get there or true. you know how to how to draw out a plan true, of action true. yeah and it's so it's so strange and it's so sad at times that you have people who 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 are 50 55 and who are very successful at what they're doing mm. and suddenly when they are struck with an activity uh, you know where i get them to when i say not to intellectualize i get them to use colors i get them to use clay to create things uh, there are moments when they have to do mindfulness activities and they just okay, need right. to shut off and focus on what they're doing at the moment yeah and then suddenly they stop and say you know i've never thought about myself i have never given myself a thought mm. and that is scary that's the kind of society we are creating where people are really good at what they're doing but they haven't really given it a thought in terms of whether this works with them and life kind of is just flown by and yeah yeah, yeah. is that the biggest difference you've noticed between say like the 22 year olds and and the the other end of the spectrum like do you feel like the the younger lot have a very different 
frame of thought to to the older adults who attend um there is definitely a difference in the framework mm. of how they look at life mm. but it also has a lot to do with a 22 year old who's just fresh out of college yeah yeah who has too many options yes true and someone on the other end of a spectrum where when they were 20 they didn't have as many options yeah. so they took what was most expected of them yeah um, somewhere every i do believe everyone's doing the best they can mm. but a lot of us carry on working without the awareness of where we are at the moment yeah. why we are doing what we're doing i think you and i are very privileged yeah. to be in a space where we are following our passion mm. where we are we figured out a way to every day do what we really enjoy doing yeah true but a lot of us don't you know a lot of us have had to do for various reasons have mm. had to go ahead and pick up things that that were best at that moment yeah Very which true. is not bad at all yeah because you're still doing yes of course of course yeah but if you true. can pause and if you can take stock of who you are yeah and where you want to be it just changes your perspective because you start living more purposefully it's true it's and true. that's i think the only aim of this workshop to help you live more purposefully more purposefully and yeah. and you know suddenly you realize that you have a choice with everything you're doing yeah very true and you know how empowering just the idea of choices true very true very true so that's true so i mean i in the first in the first episode uh, of this series which i shot with the yogi verma he's you know he's into fitness and he's been teaching for four years and um one thing we spoke about was how to keep a balance in order to attain a happier mindset if you like you know and and you know we we can read so many articles about it online 10 ways to do this 10 ways to do that <laughs> uh it it's not as easy i think as sometimes it's made out to be that's true but there is this emphasis on you know let try and keep a work like a work you know uh, and personal life balance but so firstly how key is that but and actually how can we do that because it's very easy to say that but i i feel like the scale is never 50 50 it's never 50 yeah. 50 yeah i think i think step one is to know what you want to do and where you want to be what is it that makes you happy um because if you're engaged in something that you really enjoy doing mm. you don't need to take a break from that true you know then the balance is very in, internal true if you're immersing yourself in um creating something beautiful mm-hmm. that you really enjoy doing then you're going to spend 24 hours creating that because it's making you feel more expansive it's making you mm. feel fuller mm. and the idea is to figure what is it that in life makes you feel fuller right right the minute you know that you i think that's the balance we need to strike increase things that make you feel fuller mm and keep the things that you have to do for the sake of continuing feeling full just keep it at check yeah keep it at bay and honestly yes it is way more difficult to do than to just talk about it mm. and sometimes i've realized that you know when you're reading 10 good things yeah to be happy <laughs> yeah even if you just take one and yeah. do it every single day yeah you found your happy yeah it's going to keep increasing your happy is going to keep increasing even if you take something simple like I'm going to get up. I'm going to look into the mirror and tell myself today is a great day. Yeah, so good affirmation. Good affirmation. Yeah. Um uh, uh, let's just not even don't even call it affirmation. Mm. You know, just, just just get up and smile every day. Yeah. 
true you know smile for a couple of minutes if you may mm. or if you like going for a walk get up and go for a walk yeah no i think that's important i mean i enjoy that for sure walks and just like just a simple thing like a walk yeah. i outside i feel like really puts me in a better mood right. for sure and find that one thing and keep doing it every single day yeah, yeah. what we do is we we pick up something we pick up a habit or we you know we we read that this is a happy way to be say for example meditation we'll do it for 10 days hmm. on the 11th day we're like hey where's the halo <laughs> yeah so the expectation versus yeah yeah what we're getting and i'm so glad you mentioned yoga because uh, and you mentioned physical fitness because mental fitness is extremely like physical fitness yeah once you found something you need to be at it every day yeah it's it's very true and i think i think that's what like i love fitness as well so i feel like i really got into it uh more for the the physical outcome right but what happened was i fell in love with it and i fell in love with the way that it was making me feel that's and, beautiful yeah no honestly and i really feel like when i don't do it in fact now it's like you know i i get into a very bad mood because i feel like something is missing from my day that's true so it it does become like a a good addiction good like addiction think, i mean, know even then you know yeah. it's it, it's hard to draw the lines you don't want to overdo it there's True. risk of injury you need to find True. a balance within that as well True. so back to balance <laughs> with everything in life with everything with everything, with everything. and yeah. that's the key right that's what you're doing yeah all throughout your life because True. life keeps happening your ups and downs are going to keep happening you're never going to be able to avoid that True. completely True. and uh, you just have to figure what is it that keeps you going and yeah. once you have found it be at it be at it yeah and with all the love just be yeah. at it yeah of course so i mean you know you come across as a very like happy go lucky person i mean <laughs> it seems like you you are very positive and you know a lot of people do say that to me as well just like i think everyone has a different energy but it doesn't mean that you know uh what happens quite often is i feel like people wonder you know do, do you ever go through any hard times <laughs> or anxiety so was there was there any point in your life which was particularly uh i don't know a time of adversity for you where you really felt yourself like not being in control and not being able to change the way you feel and and how did you get through that time um like i mentioned there have been multiple moments in my life yeah. and i've been through my ups and downs and ups and downs but i think a key moment for me i honestly believe that when you have your downs you always have something going for you also Mm. it just depends what we choose at that time mm. um uh, for me i um i went through a divorce four years back and i think that's been the lowest point of my life mm-hmm. um because i suddenly didn't know you know you don't enter a marriage thinking you're going to get out of it uh you don't enter a relationship thinking it's not going to work out and when it doesn't you are left with complete self doubt because you've thought you're this amazing person who can manage everything who can do everything and suddenly you are left with hello reality check that's not happening yeah yeah and i think that shakes you up more than what's happening around you with this complete self doubt mm. um and that i went through severe depression and i went through depression for a really long time and i think um that took a toll on me where i had to literally pull myself out of it yeah and um, yeah. i was very fortunate to have great help around me great mm. support i definitely highly recommend a good therapist yeah you cannot cannot 
not go to a good therapist when you're going through anything in life mm. um and i think the key thing with a therapist is that they show you a mirror like no one else yeah no i i agree and it's important to pick up pieces and that's i think what happened to me where i started looking at i it changed my approach towards life mm. um i started doing things that i really liked doing mm. as much as we hate social media and we blame social media at that time there was a 100 happy day challenge going on okay and i was going through hell i was completely going through hell because i didn't know whether i should go for a divorce or not i didn't know if i was doing a right right thing or not um but i was miserable mm. and i knew i just knew that i needed to be sensitive to myself and at that moment i picked up 100 happy day challenge as vain as it sounds i took it up Hmm. And then I started noticing happiness in little things. Yeah. Like getting a cup of ice cream was making me happy. Hmm. Hmm. Like um uh just enjoying a cup of tea on a rainy morning was making me happy. Yeah. And that ro- completely changed my perspective, you know? And I I realized that being happy is a lot simpler than what we make it out to be. Yeah, it's very true. And I did go through the divorce and I did go through the pain and I did go through um everything that comes with it it it's it's never simple it's never rosy mm. but you know the fact that i knew that my happiness was at the core of my being mm. completely changed my actions my thoughts my behavior i don't think i would be able to do what i'm doing right now with these workshops had i not gone through what i did yeah that's amazing it yeah. made me stronger yeah emotionally but it made me more sensitive yeah it made me sensitive to struggles um that i experienced and when i started interacting with others i i was counseling for a really long time even before that but this just changed my perspective and mm. the fact that i got out of it i figured that there are ways which are way more innovative where we can pull people out of it and i yeah. i completely i started telling stories yeah that's when i started telling stories okay. and I found my voice. Yeah. And I haven't looked back. Yeah, I mean it's it's so interesting because I exactly I talk about that a lot how I feel like transformation happens in adversity. Yeah. And it's uh it's it's such a paradox in a way because it you're is. going through something bad but yet something beautiful is happening mm-hmm. simultaneously. And uh yeah, I find that very interesting. And the fact that you said you've done 100 things that make you happy, <laughs> that's something I absolutely connect to because I just finished 365 days of gratitude. You did. I did. Uh I mean, yeah. How was it? It, it was it was a, an amazing journey. It really was. Like it started off as like something I saw and I thought I'd would do it for 30 days and then I just felt like you know what what would stretch me yeah. and uh i just thought okay let's give it a shot and it was actually a very sad it was very sad to end it because i felt <laughs> like you know and i was publicly sharing it on my instagram story wow. so it it was holding me accountable actually that was my way of holding yes. myself accountable yes. but it did like you said i mean you said it it was exactly that it was just it just made me think of the very little things you know whether it was just that i met a friend that day and that conversation was great or whether i got to to see something i don't normally see or just for the work that i was get or whatever it was for health um it just yeah it just reminds you of the little things True. to be grateful for so i True. yeah absolutely relate to that so then 
but for people who are maybe going through something right now in their life and they feel that sort of they feel like they're in in the middle of chaos and there's a lack of a lack of control like they can't control the situation what would be like the first point of advice because i feel like in india still this idea of going to a therapist mm. is quite taboo or at least people are not openly discussing this and i That's i don't true. understand why but that comes from you know the cultural difference of me being brought up elsewhere um so yeah you know what advice would you give would it be to just definitely go and see someone about this so uh, step 1 is to acknowledge the fact that you're going through something yeah i think all your taboos and all are external they come in secondary uh, the first yeah. is whether me as an individual if i'm open to taking help yeah and i'm open to i can be open to taking help only when i acknowledge the fact that i'm going through something yeah and it's fine yeah we like we been talking life is going to have its ups and downs yeah you cannot have your Uh, you cannot have your sunrise without a sunset mm. and that's just how things are going to be mm. but when you are going through it it's it's important to surround yourself with people whom you know will encourage you will support yeah. you you have to find your happy why um going to a therapist was a lesser known thing in india earlier mm. was because we've always had a social support system Right. You were never left alone. Yeah. You always had someone to talk to. Yeah. You know, you had an older uncle or aunt that you could go and confide in. You had your siblings. Uh, people lived together. It was very rarely that you were left alone to just fend for yourself. Mm. And that is beautiful as a culture. Yes, true. To, to know that you have that support system true, true. is really nice. You know. In a way, lack of privacy has its merits also, mm. because then you. you're less likely to feel completely alone alone and but there are moments when even when you're surrounded by people you end up feeling alone because you're not surrounded by people who are your cheerleaders yeah. so find your cheerleaders find your tribe find your tribe and the minute yeah. you find that go to a therapist take support because even when a therapist gives you certain things certain activities or certain uh, homework to do hmm It's always easier to do it when you have support of people around you. Yeah. Very you know, true. It's it's extremely important to do that. Very true. And uh, yeah, take help. Take help. Yeah. Take help. Yeah. Okay, interesting. And the whole thing, I mean, I I like this I I wanted to do this series on and the reason I titled it Mind Over Matter is because I think so much of our behavior stems from or it starts with a thought, you know. and that saying that thoughts become things yes. i think somewhere mentally it starts first and you know yes. if you if you catch it at that point you know you you have the capacity to change things true so what what does what does mind what does this thing of mind over matter mean to you um it's a very i think this topic is what i've based my um current existence and work on yeah. and uh, it is all about mind over matter because you're suddenly beginning to understand how your mind works mm. you're beginning to understand how your emotions work mm. um i don't know how to say it in fewer words yeah except the fact that it is important to start identifying and recognizing mm. what is it that gets you going what are your triggers yeah 
what is it that gets you in a moment up and in a moment down mm that's a good one and the minute you start understanding that it stops having a control over you true and you then do not need to control things around you mm. because now you know how things work mm. you know how your you know what gets you completely wired up yeah and that mere fact that you have that awareness you know that thing loses its power over you true true if you know you're going to fall into a ditch how many times will you keep going <laughs> true true we do tend to do that to yeah. ourselves yeah. again but yeah they hopefully come to the point where we're like enough you yeah. know it's it's i feel like relationships the way we look at relationships is very much like our relationship with foods that you have allergy mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. it's really tasty and and you know maybe cutting off sugar is what you need to do and there's also research telling you why you don't need to do you need to consume sugar but it's so tasty <laughs> <laughs> yes yes so you keep going to sugar when yes. you know you shouldn't yes and then you wonder why you are experiencing all the mm. ill effects that you are why are you putting on weight why are you feeling lethargic yeah but we don't cut off sugar yes Yeah. yeah. So I so think it's somewhere to go beyond the apparent sweetness and to start examining mm, what yeah. needs to be done. Yeah. Cut off sugar. Cut, Cut off, sugar. off toxins. <laughs> yeah, gosh, gosh. Well, this has been an amazing chat with you. I feel like, you know, we could do like a part 2, part 3, part 4 here because wow. there's, so much, there's so much to talk about. There really is and it was difficult to sort of uh, narrow my questions down as well because i know this topic is It so is large true. um but i really hope that the listeners can take away something great from this and uh, and i'll definitely will be tagging uh priyanka and all of the uh, you know all of the posts that i put up about this podcast and even before because she does have workshops coming up right i do i have some performances happening there's a series of uh, stories that i'm doing called earth moon and the stars okay and invariably you have tickets on insider and whatever popular platforms are there. okay so earth moon and the stars is really interesting for me because um, i'm exploring stories from indian mythology from folk tales around the world um and exploring different interpretations of how do earthquakes happen and why do earthquakes happen okay and uh, was there a story about constellations and you know is there mm. something for us to take because i think i i just love just staring at the stars and yeah it <laughs> pains my heart when you're living in a city like bombay and uh, <laughs> no clear know, sky to see the stars no clear sky i try and capture pictures of the moon whenever i can i know just I know. looking at the moon is so so peaceful I, it is what i love about bombay is you can catch a sunset and it's it's the most beautiful thing you can do hmm i think that's one of the few times when everyone is just sitting calmly and watching the sunset um and there are so many stories about these that i it it just allows us to start understanding why we had stories about them hmm what why were they so important in our lives and these are the kind of things i'm trying to explore through the stories okay and uh, hopefully we'll all gather around the hearth yeah and share stories with each other oh lovely so that's what's happening and okay. there are workshops called 
emotional intelligence through storytelling okay which is a four level module where you get to explore like we mentioned mm. um a lot of our conversation yeah. gets covered in an experiential way in the workshops wow okay that sounds so, very interesting as of now the workshops are happening all across bombay okay and uh, perfect hopefully yeah. we we'll, we'll you know next time we meet we'll share some more stories yes of course i am just going to end by just doing a very quick fun round with you oh, anyway <laughs> just quickly um before you go it's something i do with all the guests uh i try and keep it related to the topic at hand but uh for you then in in bombay what would be your like getaway spot would it would it be sitting on the beach seeing the sunset or would it be you at home what would that space not be not so much the beach but sitting at carter road and catching the sunset yeah it's it that's your that's your getaway it's one of my most favorite things to do i love driving around bombay as well but yeah. uh, late in the night when there's less traffic yeah but i think i i think i've i've just been there so many times by myself yeah um you know where i just want to sit there and catch the sunset mm yeah that would be my getaway okay. <laughs> and and what piece of advice would you give your younger self if you could go back be bold be free um mm. just be yourself yeah and uh, what would like your number one tip be to relax your mind wherever you are for people to just kind of honestly yeah. shut off completely and just sit with your eyes closed Mm. Focus on your breath if you need to. Yeah, but there's just constant input of sensory information that we're surrounded by. Yeah, very true. Just cut off just from cut everything. Off. Yeah. Close your eyes. I know. Just sit there. I know that is needed. It's really needed. And last but not least, um, health is wealth because health is wealth because this body is all we have. Yeah. what yeah. what will you do without it and yeah. take care of it take care of yourself yeah and i i feel like i i was going to say mind over matter because but i feel like it ultimately is so much got to do with health you know yeah. as well um that's why i asked you that last one yeah. but yeah it is <laughs> yeah no it's true we have to look after take yourself ourselves. for a walk and eat good food and eat uh, fresh food and uh, yeah yeah just yeah. do everything that makes you feel more alive true true well thank you so much for doing this thank you uh, this been, has been a fun conversation yeah no i'm glad i mean i feel like i've learned so much in this conversation but it's it's been really nice and i'm really sure that people are going to connect with this i hope i so. i feel like it's stuff that people need to hear and yeah it's a, a good conversation thank you so much thank you